they're flagrant. And yet they're still friends. It's the Flagrant Friends Podcast. Bringing you your NBA news. It is on, and I am your host, Ben Gross. And as always, I have the wonderful, the fabulous, the new Captain America. <laughs> Hashtag not my captain. Not my captain. <laughs> wow. 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 Well, wow. there, there, there it is. There um, it is, folks. Yeah, Captain, Captain, my captain. Hey, I'm Steve Schwanda. Definitely not Captain America. Definitely not anybody's captain. But, hey, it's flagrant friends. It's basketball. We love basketball. That's right. I'll be honest. We love sports. We live in Michigan. We haven't had a lot to celebrate. So right now, we're actually watching... Tigers, yeah, actually playing well against Houston uh, in baseball, but we're going to be talking about basketball while we watch. I promise. But uh, yeah, we. I mean, yeah, we. we yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we love basketball. Last week, obviously, we, last week we talked about it. We were we got on on the air late uh, because I went down to Grand Rapids to watch the state quarterfinals game. Uh, last Tuesday on Saturday actually I went back to Lansing for the state finals uh, to watch my friend uh, TJ Mirren who's a coach at Grand Rapids Catholic Central uh, win a state championship so shout out to Tej, um and the Catholic Central Cougars for winning the state championship and here's the thing about them they basically play two seniors so they actually should be back next year for the repeat, so that that will be fun. So uh, shout out to them. But obviously, if you're listening to us not around Michigan, you don't know what I'm talking about right now. So let's get into actual National Basketball Association news. That's right. So I got a question for you. So we talk about professional athletes, and we have professional athletes that take rest, especially this last season with COVID. But are there too many or not enough personal reason days, for example? Are, are athletes able to take personal reason days? What's your thoughts? And see this this is very this is a very interesting topic today, which might have been why we talk about it today. That's why. Um, Jamal Murray for the Nuggets just tore his ACL last night in a game that he probably should have been playing. He That's was, right. Yeah. He wasn't one hundred percent. He should not have been playing it. This is a twenty-one point, you know, four rebound, five assist guy. You know, Nuggets are the four seed in the playoffs right now. Like. It's a meaningless game against the Warriors. We'll talk about them in just a second. Um, like he doesn't need to play in this game, right? He plays in this game. He 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 ends up tearing his his ACL. I mean, I've had some knee problems. My knees have hurt. Whatever. Luckily, I've never torn my ACL, but I I know it's painful. I know it's a long recovery um, so now Jamal Murray is looking at like you're not looking at like two to you know three weeks or even two to three months here like you're you're looking at like eight to twelve months here so you're almost looking at almost all of next season two so I mean that's a huge this is a huge deal in a game where you know what he wasn't a hundred. Maybe just don't play him, right? And I and I get it. I get it. Don't get me wrong. If you're that guy who you saved your money for 
the you know the entire year and you're trying to see this game and you know you're gonna bring your kids to this NBA game with these players and yeah if some of them sit out it's 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 really heartbreaking and it, it actually happened to my best best friend Scott we went to California my my senior my freshman year of college when my sister was still out there and, and we went to a Lakers Nets game which ended up being the NBA Finals that year preview. Obviously, we didn't know that at the time. But he was a huge Kobe guy. I was a huge Steph or a Shaq guy. I was a huge Steph uh, Shaq guy. I was a huge Shaq guy. He was a huge Kobe guy. Kobe got in a fight with, with Reggie Miller the game before. So he got suspended. So here we are in Staples Center. Right. The only time either of either of us have ever been to Staples Center. We'll probably neither of us will probably ever go to Staples Center again. And he missed seeing Kobe Bryant because he was suspended because he got in a fight the game before. And yeah, it sucks. And, and by the way, because Kobe wasn't there, Shaq dropped forty that night, and I loved my life. But that's just that's just what happened. It's part of the game. It's fine. And here's the thing. As a as a team, yes, I, I understand as a fan, like, hey, if you buy tickets to a game and you think you're going to see, for example, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. If you think you're going to see Lakers-Celtics, like, you, you think you're going to see Anthony Davis and LeBron James versus, you know, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and Kevin Walker, blah, blah, blah. So if you buy tickets to, those ga- to that game for a whole bunch of money and all of a sudden... You get to that game, and LeBron and Anthony Davis aren't playing. Yeah, yeah, it's that's that's, unfor- that's it's unfortunate. It's definitely disappointing. Yeah, it's it it is. It's it's disappointing. It's disappointing. It's disappointing, and it's unfortunate. And I'm not going to tell you that it's not. I'm not going to try to defend it. But yes, they're trying to make money. I get it. But the top tier teams are tr- trying to win a championship. Right. So. Ultimately, it's always that's the goal. You 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 want to win, right? So, hey, if I gotta if I gotta, you know, have my star out this game, make a couple of people angry, but in turn I win a championship. I'm go- I'm gonna live with that because guess what? If we win a championship, those fans are gonna come back. And as a fan, I will tell you, a hundred percent, I will come back. Like, I don't. I'm not gonna get into this because this is a different topic, and I've been on this topic for a really long time. But the Detroit Pistons got a lot of heat for not drafting, you know, Carmelo or Chris Bosh or Dwayne Wade or whatever for drafting Darko. Right. When at the time, Darko was the pick. Like. Go back to anybody. Go back to anybody. Read anybody's analysis. In fact, I posted it on my Facebook page today during Game 3 of the NBA Finals. Doc Rivers, who knows a little bit about basketball, now the coach of the 76ers, coached many teams, won a lot of games, is saying about how he's a can't-miss talent. He's going to be very good, blah, blah, blah. Everybody thought Darko was going to be good at the time, all right? Like, I have not seen one person who has said, oh, he's going to be a flop at the time in, you know, 03, 04. So the Pistons did what they had to do when they didn't need to win now uh, because they picked up that, they got that second overall pick from an, an Otis Thorpe trade. That's right. Otis Thorpe. A what? Otis Thorpe. To then Vancouver, not Vancouver anymore, gave the Pistons the second overall pick in the draft. Yeah. When the Pistons were already rolling, they've sure. they, they've been in three uh, Easter Conference Finals in a row at that point. They went to win to get to at least three more, win a championship, get to, get to Game 7 of the next championship. Like, they didn't need Carmelo. They didn't need Bosch. They didn't need Wade. They didn't need a, a me guy. They had a team. 
Yeah. They had now, yeah, retrospect. Yeah, trade down, get an extra pick, draft Chris Kamen, CMU Love. You know, have him develop under, you know, Ben Wallace, that they traded for Rasheed Wallace, blah blah blah. But that year, when Darko was a rookie, the Pistons won an NBA championship. And again, I, again, that's not to be taken lightly. That's not a, that's not a, that's not an easy thing. That's not an easy thing to do. Like no, from nineteen eighty to like two thousand and twenty, the teams that won an NBA championship were literally the Lakers, Celtics, Bulls, Pistons, Spurs, Rockets. Heat, Warriors, and then Mavs had one, 76ers had one. I think I said Rockets, yeah. So then um, Raptors obviously had their random one. Cavs had their one with LeBron, obviously. Yeah, Heat, I already mentioned. That's it. Like those, those are the teams that right. won championships. Like, you know, Lakers won five in the 80s. Three more in the 2000s, you know, like the Celtics won three in the 80s, one more with, you know, Durant or uh, Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. Obviously, the Wizards, the the Warriors, excuse me, the Warriors won their three. The Cavs won their one. The the Heat won their one early and then their two with LeBron and Bosh and Wade. You know, the Rockets won their two with the Keem. Obviously, the Bulls won their six. Yep. Pistons won their three. You know, like, it's not like every team's won a championship. And we're talking since 1980. And I don't want to seem old, but because I feel like 1980 is like 10 years ago. But 1980 is a long time ago. Like, we're talking, about, we're talking about a lot of champions, right? So, like, that's the thing. I've, I've gotten to this argument multiple times. If you're going to win a championship, you don't. Take that away. You don't say what if. You don't say whatever. We don't because uh, they'll say, "Oh well, they dressed mellow. Maybe they don't win in 04, but maybe they win in '05 or '06 or '07." You have no. You have nothing to tell me that that's going to happen because right. for his entire career, Carmel Anthony, as great of an individual offensive player as he is, and he is a great individual offensive player, he's won. Um, hold on, let me check. Let me do the math. Hold on. Zero. He's won zero championships. He's got two. Oh, hold on. Let me, zero finals. So you, there's nothing to tell me that he would have changed things. Instead, he would have ruined a great team that was the Pistons. They don't trade for Sheed Wallace. They don't win a championship because Tayshawn Prince is not in the game to block Reggie Miller. Like, things don't happen by themselves. Like, everything creates other things so that's why that's why this is a long about back to it to what we're talking about we're, this year we're going around the yeah. hedge we're going around the head we are going around the head talk about full, this full circle full circle will. for this year like yeah lose a random game in april who cares get your team healthy get everybody right that's right and let's and let's do this thing. And the playoffs aren't there yet. Yeah, we're not quite. We got we got a couple of weeks. We're not there yet. Hey, if you if you have to take a random a random game off in April and lose, is anybody gonna really care if you win the championship? Mm, probably not. You're not. Quick story. Personal, personal, and I'll make it quick. 2002-2003 CMU basketball team in an edu- ex- exhibition game. Jer- uh, ex- exhibition. Ex- exhibition. An exhibition game. J.R. Wallace, now a, uh assistant at Grand Valley State. Shout out to Junior. Love you, June. Birdman. Fly forever. So J.R. Wallace hit a, <laughs> hit a three at the buzzer to beat Lake Superior State in the exhibition game. Mm. Okay. CMU is going to lose to Lake State in the exhibition game if J.R. Wallace doesn't hit that three. Okay? Okay. I remember telling the players after the game, hey, you're fine, whatever, do what you got to do. 
you win a back championship, no one's going to care. No one's going to remember. Guess what happened? That CMU basketball team in 2002-2003, led by Chris Kamen, who was a lottery pick, Mike Mansell, who played professionally, Whitney Robinson, who played professionally, J.R. Wallace, who played professionally, Garrett Brigitte, who played professionally, you know, DJ Beerman, great, great coach now. That's show my boy. Like, great team. They're awesome. Tony Battle, go down the list, right? They were 25-7. and seven. They beat Creighton with Kyle Korver, long-time NBA player Kyle Korver. They beat Creighton in the first round until they lost to Duke in the second round. A Duke team that had, like, J.J. Redick and Dante Jones and Sheldon Williams and blah, blah, blah. They were really good. I know that because I was there at the game in Salt Lake City, but whatever. Um, but that, that was my point. Nobody, except for me, remembers that they needed a J.R. Wallace three-pointer in an exhibition game to win against a Division II school in the exhibition game. Well, they were 25-7 and that season, and they got to the second round of the NCAA tournament, and they won a MAC championship. Because people remember what's the last thing that you did. So, yeah, if you're going to lose some random game in freaking April, who cares? Win when it enters. Let's get straight into the national doubleheaders. Here we go. We got Wednesday ESPN doubleheader at 7 p.m. We have the 36 and 17 Brooklyn Nets. At the 37 and 17 Philadelphia 76ers. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, this this should be, without question, the game of the weekend. Like, yeah. The game of the week, the game of the weekend, the yeah, game of yeah, the yeah, season. Yeah. Like, this should be, this should be, this could be the most interesting game. Of the season. Yeah. Like, you, both of these teams are tightly tied right now. Uh, 76ers are the, the one seed. That's the two seed right now because of tie break. But you got no Harden, who's still out with the right hamstring strain. You know, Kyrie, Kyrie missed the game today, which was supposed to be Tuesday as we're doing this. He missed the game this afternoon with no fans in Minnesota, uh, which was supposed to be. Monday. Um, if you have the internet, you know why that game did not happen Monday. We, we we don't need to get into that because that's way more important than than basketball. So we won't we won't talk about it, about that because that's way more important than, than the NBA basketball. But um, so yeah, Kyrie sits out again, hardens out, blah blah. And you know what? Durant, Durant sh- shows up and, and they beat the Timberwolves, but the Timberwolves aren't good. What will they do against the 76ers, right? Like, can Durant go off? But here's the thing. Let me tell you something about the 76ers' next six games, okay? Including this game tomorrow, okay? On national TV on ESPN. Then they play Golden State on ESPN. Then the Clippers on ESPN. Then they play the Suns on NBA TV. Oh, uh, yeah. Then they play the Bucks on TNT. Yep. And then the next day they play the Bucks on ESPN. Sounds so, like they're going to get tired. So their next six games are all on national television. So this is a this is a huge stretch for the 76ers with Joel Embiid, who's been great. Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, all those guys. It's been a great run. And I said Seth Curry, yes. On Friday, well, we'll get to it. They play the Warriors. So it's Seth Curry versus Steph Curry. So we'll get to that in a second. But six straight games on national TV. That's been, that's huge for the 76ers. 
I think without Harden, who knows if Irvin will come back because according to reports, and I I can't say that their fault, I'm not gonna tell him that he's lying. Kyrie Irvin has, you know, switched face, if you will, and Ramadan is going on and he's fasting. So there's some games that he needs to take personal days and that was, you know, today. Now, will, will he play tomorrow? Will he play their game against Old State? Will he play his game against Clippers? Will he go? I don't, I don't know. Uh, so until I, until I see it, I guess I got to pick the 76ers to win this game. If it's just Durant versus Philly. Uh, but hopefully we'll 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 find out and it will be you know a good matchup. But I mean obviously this is a huge game one versus two. I mean they're basically tied right now. I mean Nets are you know a half game back, but I mean, they're basically tied. So yeah, I mean this is this is crazy stuff and it should be super fun week for the East and the 76ers, particularly to see where they go. Next up, we got the 9.30 p.m. game. We have the 29 and 24 Dallas Mavericks at the 27 and 25 Memphis Grizzlies. This one is a that's a pretty good even matchup. Yeah, this I, is a solid game. Dude, absolutely. I mean, the Mavs, yes, they've lost their last two, but they're 6-4. and four. I bet uh, you this is going to be last an 10. interesting game. Memphis is 6-4 and four in the last 10. This is the seventh and eighth seed right now in the West, which is extra crazy and special because if you don't know what they're doing right now, well, not right now, but when they get to the playoffs, the seventh, the seventh and eighth seed play each other before the playoffs. The winner of that that game is the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. Right? right, 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 right. And then the ninth seed and the tenth seed play each other. And then the winner of that game plays the loser of the 7th and 8th seed. And they play each other. And the winner is the 8th seed. So, with Dallas and Memphis being the 7th and 8th seed, like, this is a really, really important game. And yeah. Obviously, Luka's been great at, like, 28, 8-8. Eight and, eight and, you know... Pogzigas has been good, and you know Terry Hardaway and all that stuff. And with Memphis, John Morant has been great with basically nineteen, you know, seven and four. And you know, like they've they've been really really good. John Morant is 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 really good, really underrated. And I mean this is this is one of those this is one of those things where like Dallas. I, I, I think Dallas thought they were going to be better. If you see the quotes, both Luca earlier and now uh, Mark Cuban both came out saying that the play-in game, if you will, concept is stupid. Well, yeah, because originally when you, Mark Cuban, when you voted for it <laughs> to approve it, yeah. you didn't think you were going to be in the seventh or eighth seed. Right. right you didn't, right, you didn't right, expect right. Phoenix and Utah, you know, to be the one in, you know, two seed. Like delusions of grandeur. <laughs> you figured, hey, Lakers are going to be one, Clippers are going to be two. You know, maybe another team, Denver, maybe Denver will be three, but we'll be four. We don't have to worry about the seven, eight business. Oh, guess what? Now you got to worry about the 7-8 business. So now all of a sudden, he has a problem with it. All of a sudden, it's super stupid. And Luca comes out, oh, it's terrible. And so, of course, Cuba's going to get his best players back and say, oh, this is a horrendous decision and blah, blah, blah. Well, of course you think it's a horrendous decision because when you approved it, you didn't think you had to deal with it, right? But actually... It's a great decision because it makes all of us want to watch a bunch of games. And I'll tell you why for a second, okay? Especially in the West. Now, the East, the Pacers are the ninth seed right now. They are a game and a half back of the Knicks, who are the eighth seed. 
Okay. Now the Bulls, who made a whole bunch of trades for some reason, are three and seven in the last ten, and they're fourteen and a half back the one seed, which means they're still three and a half back. Yeah, 13, 12, 11. They're still three and a half back the Pacers and five back from the Knicks getting in the eighth seed, right? Right. So like nine ten, yeah, so they're still the tenth seed, so they technically would still be they would still have a chance to make the playoffs if they beat the Pacers and then they beat whoever lost between the Celtics or the Knicks. But you're like, do they really deserve it if they're four games back? Like, it's a question mark, right? In the West, the Spurs and Golden State right now at this second, which each each of those teams have won their last two, they are one and two games back, respectively, of the eighth seed Grizzlies. So, it's a Ma- let's just say the Mavs and Grizzlies are seven eight. Let's just say the Mavs beat the Grizzlies, and they're seven, right? If the Grizzlies are the eight, now have to beat the winner of Spurs and Golden State to make the playoffs. Like the winner of the Grizzlies and whoever wins against the Spurs and Golden State, they get to play the playoffs. Like I feel like you're watching that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if, absolutely, if, if people are watching the games, um, hold on, let me check for just a second. Hold on. Yeah, that's the idea. It's a business. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, yeah, the, that's the idea. That's why we have multi-billion dollar TV contracts. Yeah. We want people to watch the game. Yep. So if you have people watching the game, guess who won? The National Basketball Association won. And you're going to continue to do this 7, 8, 9, 10 thing. I think it would be really fun if you add a, you know, bonus to it where you get a you know you get a bonus if you win each game oh maybe, that would be interesting maybe maybe the players would be more on board because yeah. i know people were saying like oh why play now there's 72 games 72 games this year but normally 82 games so why play 82 games that means we're the seventh seed why play 82 games for no reason if the seventh seed if we lose two games back to back our season's done so what did it what did the whole season matter? Well, the whole season mattered because if you won a game earlier, or you won this game earlier, you won this game earlier, or this game earlier, you wouldn't be in that situation. So it proves to you that every game actually matters, which is what any organization of sports should want, that every game matters. Or what happens if something negative happens? Because you throw the last games. Right? I mean, every other industry in the United States, something negative like happens. If, if, like if you're three if you're three games out with two games to play, and you're the ninth seed or the tenth seed, you start throwing those games to try to get more lottery chips to be a lottery team and try to get a better draft pick. But now your salary cap goes yeah, down. But now, technically, now you could still you could still make the playoffs if you beat the ten seed and then beat the loser of the seven eight game. You could still make the playoffs. So this is the dilemma with playing maybe, more games. Yeah, maybe you don't. You, you maybe maybe teams don't give up as easy. Yep. Maybe teams don't give up as easy. Maybe teams don't quote unquote tank as easy. And I would I would never accuse a team of technically trying to lose besides the Philadelphia yeah, I was gonna say. Eagles last week, last, uh, last season. Uh, but, I don't know. Shoeless gotcha. Joe Jackson, oh, I'm pretty sure they've, uh, they've proven that he... Jim he, Marshall running yeah, the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, Whatever, yeah. yeah. But I try not to accuse anybody of attempting to lose. So how great would it be that you could be like, hey, here we are. Yeah, you're not going to win the conference or win the division or whatever. But if you win three of your last four, you're a 10 seed. And guess what? You get to play a game. And if you win, you get to play another game. And then you win those games, you're in the playoffs. So, That's right. Yep. Like, it, it brings intrigue. And we'll see if it catches on. Like, I, I 
Look at the NCAA tournament. Obviously, it was it was 64 teams for a long time, and then they bumped it to 68 with the first four. And I personally feel that the first four should not be any of the 16 seeds because they did what they were supposed to do and they won their conference tournament, so they should be in the tournament. And it should just be for the four 11 seeds. But for right now, it's for two 16s and for two 11s. But so here's two extra 11, a quote-unquote 11 seeds that get to play a game that, hey, if they win that game, boom, they're playing they're playing the tournament. They win that game, boom. Like, you know, UCLA was right there. that They were from the first four to the final four. So, you know, they were down 11 at halftime to Michigan State in the, in the first four games. So if you give yourself a chance, just remember this. You can't win it unless you're in it. Moving straight on to Thursday's doubleheader on TNT, we got this 7.30 p.m. game. We have the 34 and 20 Milwaukee Bucks at the 29 and 25 Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, and if I quit told you that one of these teams is 7 and 3 in the last 10, the other team is 4 and 6 in the last 10, I would pick the Bucks. The Bucks are 7 and 3, right? Yeah. 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 And you'd be wrong. Let's ah. go. Let's go, Hawks. Trey Young, 25, 9, and 4. Like, John Collins has been great. DeAndre Hunter. Like, since they traded for Lou Williams, which, by the way, we'll talk about him on his other team in a second. The Lou Williams for Rajay Rondo trade was one of the few NBA trades that's, like, basically a guy for a guy that it, it actually worked out for both teams. Like, the Hawks needed a scorer on their second unit. Right, right, right. Enter Lou Williams and his 13 points a game. Rayshon Rondo and the, the, Clipper, the Clippers needed a true point guard to take care of things and, you know, distribute the basketball and all this. Veteran, blah, blah, blah. Hey, there's Rayshon Rondo, right? So, like, what Trey Young and the Hawks are doing right now, the fact that they're, like, the fact that the Hawks are right now in the four seed, seven and three in the last ten. Now, don't get me wrong. They're not going to count. They're not going to catch the top three. Like, 76ers, Nets, and Bucks are clearly ahead of the game. And, like, the Heat are right there behind the Hawks. And then you get the Hornets and the Celtics and the, and, and the Knicks. But the fact that they're, that they're right there right now, you know, shout out to them. Trey Young is amazing. He deserves credit. He needs credit. He needs to be on national TV. I'm glad he's on national TV. All that being said, Giannis is Giannis. They're like 28 a game. Milton, 20 a game. Holiday, 17 a game. Brent Forbes, shout out to Lance Sexton. Michigan Love, he's almost at 10 a game. Like, they have other people too, but... I just wanted to message Bridge Forbes. Like, the Bucks should win this game. They need to win this game. But the Hawks are doing great stuff, and I'm, I'm happy for them. Next up, we have the 10 p.m. game. We have the 28 and 26 Boston Celtics at the 33 and 22. 21, I'm sorry, 21. Lakers. And I'm, I'm convinced that anytime the Celtics and Lakers play each other, they will be on national TV. Yeah, I Re- this regardless. Is, this regardless. Is, I mean, yeah. this is this is Celtics Lakers. I feel it, like, it, I feel like this is like again, a, it does it doesn't it doesn't get much better than Celtics Lakers. Like long lived tradition. Like, like right? if, you, if you didn't know, starting from 1980, starting from 1980, it was basically Lakers, Celtics, Lakers. Seventy uh, Sixers got a random one in '83. And then it was like Celtics, Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, Lakers, Pistons, Pistons. And then the Bulls three, Rockets two, Bulls three, Spurs, and then Lakers three again. Like, like that's who won championships for that long, right? Like, it's, it was Lakers, Celtics for the entire, 
It was literally Lakers Celtics for the entire 80s, except for the one random 83 championship of the 76ers with Moses Malone and those guys. But, like, Celtics Lakers will always be special. Obviously, it's not as special as it could be without, you know, Anthony Davis and LeBron. You know, it's basically Andre Drummond and, and Dennis Schroeder. You know, because Kyle, Kyle Kuzma's been in and out. Hopefully, he'll play. And, you know, Celtics got Tatum. They got, you know, Jalen Brown, you know, 25 and a half, 24 and a half. You know, Kevin Walker at 17 and a half. Like, Marcus Smart at 13 and a half. Like, the Celtics should be better than they are right now. Again, the Celtics are in the seventh seed in the East. Like, and yes, they are a game out of being fourth. It, you know, if things happen the right way. But, like... They should be better than than they are. And but yeah, Celtics Lakers are always special. It's always important. Even though this loses a little bit of luster without LeBron and Anthony Davis and everybody healthy. So this this is actually a must win for Boston. On NBA TV, we have a doubleheader starting at 7 p.m. We have the 37 and 18. LA Clippers at the 37 and 17 Philadelphia 76ers. Again, another nail biter, if you will. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, I guess you got Philadelphia on this one, don't you? Well, I mean, it, it, it's it's a big game for Philly because we talked about this earlier. Right. And Philadelphia's next six games are all on national television. I think give me, you know, give me Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And again, we talked about it earlier with the Hawks, how Rondo has helped. That trade has helped both teams. Lou Williams has helped the Hawks scoring in the second unit. Rondo has helped the Clippers find their niche. He's only averaging like seven and a half points and like five assists a game in 17 minutes, but that's exactly what they need. So I think the Clippers are going to actually win this game. I like really. The, I like the Clippers to win this game. I really, you, I really. You do. don't like the 76ers, really? Yeah, I, I like the Clippers to win this game. I think, I think the Clippers. Again, the Clippers have to prove it to me when it really matters. But in the regular season. Yeah, I think I think the Clippers are gonna win this game. Hmm. Next up, we got the 9:30 p.m. game. We have the 28 and 27 New York Knicks at the 29 and 24 Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, we we talked about the Mavs obviously earlier. You got you got Luca, you got Pazigas, you got all the people that you need to talk about. Blah blah blah. I mean, the Knicks are right there. They've won three in a row, uh, but they're they're in the eighth seed in the East. You know, a half back of Celtics and Hornets, a game back of the Heat, a game and a half back of Hawks. So basically, seven, six, five, four. Yeah, they're basically a game and a half out of fourth place, even though they're in eighth right now. Like that's how the East is, really. Um, you got 76ers, Nets, and Bucks. And then you got everybody else, right? So they they could they could get there. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they will. Um, I mean, Julius Rand- Julius Randle has been great. You know, 23 and 10, 11, basically, and six assists. RJ Barrett's been great with 17. Uh, Burks has been great with over 12. Derrick Rose, the, the trade from, from Detroit, he's been good with over 12 a game. Like, the, the, the Knicks are... Fun to watch, Lord help me, but <laughs> Luca is still Luca, and uh, it's in Dallas, and I think the Mavs are going to win the game. Well, we got a special one here, right? The 3 p.m. game? Yes, yes. It's, we, have a bo- we, have a bon- we have a bonus, bonus game. Bonus. bonus game, yes. Hashtag bonus. Uh, we, have, we have the 25 and 27 Indiana Pacers. It's been a while since I've said yep. that. Yeah, we right? haven't talked yeah. about the Pacers in a while. Uh, yeah. And uh, 40 and 14 Utah Jazz. 
Yeah, the Pixels are a game and a half out of eight. So right now they're at, at nine. Um, you know, Brogdon, 21 points, obviously. Uh, you know, they, they have they have some players. They're okay. LaVert, TJ Warren, McDermott, you know, Trevor Young, Holiday, blah, blah, blah. Go 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 down go down the list. Um, Utah's Utah's really good. They have who should win the Sixth Man of the Year award. Jordan Clarkson averaging 17 a game. You know Conley's at almost 17 a game and five and a half assists. Mitchell's at over 26 and a half a game, so almost 27. Like. I think the Jazz are the better team. I think the Jazz are going to win, quite frankly. So, yeah, it's a nice bonus NBA TV game. But, yeah, give me the Jazz. It's that time for... Game of the Week! And it is the Game of the Weekend. Let's kick it off with a Saturday we got the 4.30 p.m. game. We have the 40 and 14 Utah Jazz at the 33 and 21 Lakers. This one's on the ESPN. Yeah, we we have a again, we have a full weekend slate. Like there's obviously college is done, blah blah. blah. We, we don't have the yeah. draft in the NFL quite yet. Obviously, you know, Major League Baseball and NHL are going on, but yeah. NBA is going to try to fill the weekend up, so like we have, we have a full slate right now. Again, if Anthony Davis and LeBron was playing, I'd be like, oh yeah, this huge game. Of the, the Jazz are going to win this game. I'm sorry, the Lakers don't have their people right now. Like the Jazz are really good. They're the one seed for a reason right now. Like they're they're going to win this game. Next up, we got the 8:30 p.m. game. We have the 20. 20- and 28 Golden State Warriors at the 28 and 26 Boston Celtics national TV for this one yeah ABC yeah national TV again national TV because of Steph Curry and they're the 10th seed right now so right now they would still at least have a chance to get in you know Steph is a 35 and a half and you know 5 and 7.7 guy uh he just set the Warriors all-time scoring record where he passed this dude named uh, hold on, let, me, let, me, let me look up his name just kidding I know his name he just passed Wilt Chamberlain in the all-time scoring record for the Warriors that's pretty good I don't care who you are if you ever pass Wilt Chamberlain in anything you must be doing something right you know the Warriors have won two in a row um, and they got OKC and the Cavs uh, coming up before they have some really tough games here uh, at the end of the weekend that we're talking about right now so maybe they'll get themselves in position uh, Steph Curry just dropped like 54 oh, I'm sorry 53 and you know six and four in a 116 107 win against Denver but the I mean, yeah Steph Curry's great he, he had 53 he hit a bunch of threes he passed Will Chamber from the all-time Warriors scoring record for a career the stats that sits out there's a lot and I could blow off a whole bunch of other stats about this game but I don't care the stat that's important in this game is Draymond Green had 18, 7, and 7 on 7, 7 of 8 shooting. If Draymond Green is going to go 7 of 8 shooting and score anywhere near 18 points with 7 rebounds and 7 assists, the Warriors will make the playoffs. Yeah. If, he, if he doesn't want to do that and they want to freaking nail it in and try to get a higher lottery pick, so be it. But like if he, if, if I, I, I know that Wiseman, James Wiseman is hurt. He's probably out for the year. A couple days ago, Steve Kerr said, oh, not so fast. We'll reevaluate him or whatever. He's out for the year. They got to rest him. He's a rookie. There's no reason to, you know, rush him back. But if Draymond's going to do that, the Wizards are going to be right there. 
but I kind of think that the Wizards don't want him to do that. I think the Wizards want to kind of throw it at this point and get a higher lottery pick to join Steph and, and Wiggins and Draymond and Looney and Wiseman, and then they'll probably get rid of o Kelly O'Brien, but then they got another lottery pick coming in after that. So I, I, I kind of think that that's what they're going to do, but we'll see. Next up, we got Sunday's games. First off, hitting it off is ESPN at 1 p.m. We have the 25 and 29 New Orleans Pelicans at the 28 and 27 New York Knicks. Yeah, lo and behold, we talked about the Knicks already, which is kind of shocking, right? Yeah, another one. Yeah, seriously. But the Pelicans have won three in a row. They're 64 in the last 10. Obviously, they got Zion Williamson, who's basically 27, 7, and 4 kind of a guy. Brennan Ingram's about a 24 guy. You know, Alonzo Ball's in a 14 and a half and five and a half assist guy. Like, they're 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 fun to watch. Like, I'll, I'll just, I, you know what? I think the Pelicans find find a way to win this game. You think? Yeah, you think I the Pelicans? Like, I, I, I was about to go to the Knicks because I, I like R.J. Barrett. I like Julius Randle. But I was like, you know what? Pelicans. Pelicans it is. Then moving on to the 3.30 p.m. game, we have the 36 and 17 of Brooklyn Nets at the 28 and 25 Miami Heat. Also on ESPN. Yeah, again, we've talked about the Nets already, but Heat won in the last two, six and four in the last ten. They're now the five seed. Believe it or not, they struggled for a while. Um, they're five for the last six. Um, and then they had a stretch there where they, you know, where they lost a bunch. And then they won six of the last seven before that. And then after that, it was. So they've, again, long story short, they've been really hot or cold. Like, if they win four in a row, then they lose, you know, five in a row. Then they win six out of seven, they lose four in a row. So they, they've been really hot and cold, but obviously Jimmy Butler's still good. They Basically 22-7-7. You know, Bam's been good at 19-9. Hero's good at 15. Dunn's at basically 13-and-a-half, 14. Like, you know, Dr. Robinson at 13. Like... They, they they have they have the pieces. The Heat are the defending Eastern Conference champions. Um, but give me Kevin Durant. I don't care. Like hopefully Kyrie plays in this game. Uh, Harden probably won't be back yet. Maybe if his right hamstring strength's not as bad, he will be. But I don't expect him back yet. But just just give me Durant. I'll take Durant, and that's a win. Moving straight on to NBA TV, we have the 7.30 p.m. game. We have the 22 and 32. Excuse me. Sacramento Kings at the 29 and 24 Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, I understand why you were uh, flabbergasted that we're talking about the Sacramento yeah, Kings. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah. Sacramento I, Kings. I, I understand. I, was, I understand. Um, I, had to, I had to recoil there yeah, for a moment. <laughs> they're 3-7 and seven in the last uh, 10. They've lost seven in a row. Um, you know, DeAndre Fox is good. You know, basically 25-7 and seven a game. You know, Buddy Hill's been good about 16-and-a-half. Harrison Barnes, UCA legend. NBA champion when he was at the Warriors with 15 and a half. But um, yeah, Luca and company with the Mavs. Yeah, they, they, they have to win this game. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Next up, we have the 10 p.m. game. We have, speaking of teams that I thought I'd never talk about. Yeah, here about. we go. Yeah, here we oh, go. Go, oh, ahead. The go four, ahead. The 14 and 40. Yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. 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 <laughs> Minnesota. Oh no. Oh no. Hey. Minnesota. Oh the, no. The Timberwolves, as you can tell, we're not fans. <laughs> At the 37 and 18 LA Clippers. This one is also on NBA TV. Yeah, let me pretend for just a second. 
You know, Kirk, Anthony Towns of Minnesota is really good, about 25-11-5. and five. You know, D'Angelo Russell at 20-5. and five. Blake Beasley at about 19 and a half. Anthony Edwards is basically 18-4-3. And, and he really should win Rookie of the Year by default with Weissman getting hurt and Ball getting hurt. Then Anthony Edwards has still been, you know, playing really good for Minnesota. So he should be, you know, really getting love. But, oh, oh yeah, that's the thing. The Wolves are 14-40. and 40, and, I was going to uh, say, are you bullshit me? Yeah. I, I was... I was thinking of a beautiful song in one of my favorite shows of all time, The League. Nobody cares. 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 And that brings us to a close for another week of the Flagrant Friends podcast. Tigers are still up. Pitch me. Yep. We're not going to say how much, but the team from Texas isn't looking good. And there's a few teams for Texas, so we'll say this team is from Houston. Houston. And we're in the ninth inning, and the Tigers are still doing well, it doesn't happen much in Michigan. Sure as heck doesn't, Chip. You got to take it when you get it. The Flagrant Friends podcast is hosted and directed by Benjamin W. Gross with sports analysis from Steve Schwanda. Flagrant Friends is recorded live at the Stage Left Lounge recording studio. Join us next week for more NBA news 